Today's episode is brought to you by the Wonky Hammer. The Wonky Hammer? Yeah. You ever just vibe at home and your partner comes up and says, where's dinner? Don't you wish you had a solution? Always. Always. Well, good thing I'm here to help you because uh, with this product, give them a bonk. A bonk? Right. And then they'll turn into like a little flat plate and then you don't have to worry again. Woo! This is the greatest thing ever. Well, funny thing, that's not all it does. What else does it do? Pushes down nails and western villains and your horrid bosses. Wait a second. Aren't I your horrid boss? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I also realized that people can't actually see the facial expressions that you're making right now. Isn't, isn't that oh. make it better? Oh, I don't know anymore. It's oh. like if I was showing you what this product does. Do you know how much it is? It's $19.95! Not right now. It is currently $16.29. Oh, wow! What a deal! You want to know why it's so cheap? Why is it so cheap? Because we're sponsoring our own products on our own podcast. Oh, okay. I figured it was because it was an Acme product, and we know how well Acme products work. You can't say Acme, it's oh. trademarked. Darn it. Uh, I meant uh, Acme. Is it, that's not trademarked, right? I hope not. Oh, God. Buy yours today. <laughs> All right, so today's topic is what, Logie? Well, we didn't start off for one. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry, let's go back to that. Okay. Okay, go. Hello. Welcome back to SNL. I am your host, L. And I am S. Hi, S. Hi, L. How are you? I'm doing well. After that fun intro, I think I will agree with you. Yeah? I'm glad to hear that. I am glad to hear that. So today, what is today's topic, Logie? Uh, cartoons. Cartoons? Yeah. I love cartoons. So do I. So does almost everybody. There, there's one for almost everyone. Unless you're a puss. Sour puss. Really? Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Are you gonna... <laughs> Suffering succotash. That sounds familiar. What's that from? That would be from the cartoon Looney Tunes. Wow, do you know how old Looney Tunes are? <laughs> Way too old for either of us. I mean, honestly, I did watch Looney Tunes as a kid, but still, I think I'm pretty sure that was out well before I was born. I I want to say it was around the. It started in the fifties, most likely. And then it was all voiced by one guy, Mel Blank. Mel Blank. I didn't know he did all the voices. He did, and I there was a time he went into like a coma, and that his doctor had to like. Um. So he wasn't responding to anything, so the doctor would be all like, Buzz, check, Buzz, Bugs, check in, and then he, he would like, say it's Bugs in his Bugs voice, and he would keep doing that for all the characters to make sure he was still alive. Now, just so you know, it was actually the 1930s. Oh, well, it was black and white. Yep, it was when it was started. Um, but, again... I did not know about the Mel Blanc thing. That's super interesting. But I, I think I did actually hear a little bit about the coma. I believe he came out of it, like, a month after that, maybe? Because they kept at it for a 
while. Yeah. But I think he survived it and then died shortly after. Fair. But I mean, cartoon voices are always, have always been, like, it's so crazy and so cool. Because you can see how different a cartoonist, or not a cartoonist, but the different voice actors can just throw in these different voices that are so different from the normal voices that they do. And I agree. Yeah. I took voice acting classes at one point, so I kind of know the general idea how it works. So when they want you to do a specific voice, they're all like, do it normally. Do it if they have, like, a cold. Do, like, a hi- the, the tone in a higher pitch. Like, they have you try a bunch of experimental stuff with it to make sure it's what they want. Interesting. Right. That's actually really cool. I did not know that. Yeah, because one day I'll be in a cartoon and you won't know it's me. Well, I mean, didn't you do some voice acting at one point? Yeah, but not for a cartoon. <laughs> I mean, it's ki- it was kind of a cartoon. It was, what, a video game where you were voice acting over the text? Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that's, that's super cool. Super it. interesting. So, what was your... You were born in the 80s, right? I was born in the 80s. So I imagine Ninja Turtles was your, like, go-to? Ninja, oh, dude, I loved Ninja Turtles. It's one of my favorite cartoons as a kid. I, and, again, I, I grew up in the action figure era of cartoons. So a lot of cartoons were made primarily just to sell action figures or toys. Which were better in the 80s. Which, yeah, again, the toys weren't as articulate as a lot of the toys that we get these days. But they were just, I don't know, there was more feeling behind them almost, it feels like. That's because there was. These days, yeah. it's more, like, cheap, and it's just to make money. Yeah. So I mean, I think that they were doing that in that day, too. But they would do bigger play sets and things like that. And, I mean, back in my day, you could buy a toy for, like, six bucks. Nowadays, a lot of toys are 20 to $30 just for a single action figure. I've seen them go up to, like, 80 Yeah, yeah. Because parents are made of money. I'm going to go with inflation, but yeah, <laughs> that too. Um, no, but it's, it's a good point. They put a lot more, like, effort into them. Because yeah. I specifically remember Ninja Turtle toys being a lot more, like, sturdy and cool. Yeah. They didn't do... Well, I mean, some of them did stuff. But, like, the original Ninja Turtle series... And I think we just totally lost the topic and are now going on <laughs> to toys. But the original uh, Ninja Turtles were very bland, almost. They didn't do anything. They came with a bunch of weapons, which were specifically, like, you know, for that Ninja Turtle. Like, you'd get Leonardo, who came out with his swords... And he'd get other little weapons on the side, like little ninja stars that were like choking hazards for kids and things like that. But they were specifically for that character and you could take them and use them with that toy. But that was really all that they had. They weren't flipping and doing all that stuff till like the early 90s or even a little bit later in the 90s. I think another reason uh, they were made the way they were, kids back then were uh, more imaginative and 
That's true. Right? We also had really cool playsets. That was one of my favorite things, was all, like, the different playsets and things that they had to use. Because I remember, and I never owned some of these, but you could get the Technodrome playset, and it was this huge, huge, like, ball that, like, you could open up into little area, different areas to play with your toys in, and things like that. And they just, I don't feel like they come out with as cool playsets as they used to when we were kids. No, they really don't. Yeah. yeah. But, but and like, oh, carry oh, on. I, I, I want to make sure you don't your toy rant first. Okay, <laughs> I'm done with my toy rant. We're going off on, I, I, I have tangents and that happens on occasion. So I bring this up because everyone I know that was born in the 80s particularly liked Turtles the best. Yeah. And then if you were 90s, you were what was called the Boomerang era. The so um, Scooby-Doo, Johnny Bravo, Kids Next Door, all those. Okay. I don't. I feel like Scooby-Doo was also way, was back in the 80s and probably even more before that. Probably not as hyped up as it was. For kids in the 90s, but I feel like it did come out... I think it actually came out more in, like, the 60s. It it was, but that was kind of more for, like, everyone, I guess. And then they really started branching off near the 2000s. And yeah. It, oh. it just became a huge, horrid mess. Yep. I agree with that. And, I mean, because back in my day, we had things like Transformers, G.I. Joe's. We had He-Man, um, and so many others. I remember one that was really cool for me was a cartoon called Mask. I, was that based from the movie? I don't think so. Are, are you thinking, like, The Mask with yes. Jim Carrey? No. Because they actually had a cartoon for that. Did they? I, I they did. don't remember much of that one. I think I did watch a few episodes of it, but Mask was, it was kind of like a mixture between um, G.I. Joe and Transformers because they drove around these really cool cars and they wore these weird different masks and they did different things and the playsets and things like that again going back into my toy rant <laughs> uh, were super cool when it came to that right that was a uh, marketing perspective that was the best reason to have cartoons was yeah. specifically to sell toys yep <laughs> So it, it technically ties in with each other. It does. Because, again, in the 80s, that was the big thing, was we're going to put out a toy series that, or a cartoon that we can turn into toys and make money off of it. Because the Ninja Turtles, as we're going back to the cartoon, Ninja Turtles started out as a comic book that was a spoof of Daredevil. I didn't know that. Yeah. And... The comic itself was a lot more grungy than the cartoon ever was. And with that, they took it and cleaned it up for young children to watch and enjoy. Okay. So, and then it blew up and everybody loved it. Toys particularly got popular in the 80s because... Uh, they needed to change up their strategies because if I remember correctly, old, very old cartoons like Flintstones used to do cigarette commercials. Yeah. I don't remember what it was called, but they would uh, advertise cigarettes and 
That's not good for kids. <laughs> not at all. Cigarettes are bad. Please, please avoid using cigarettes. Um, we can say that because we're not sponsored by any cigarette company. Yes, we are not. And I don't, I don't think we ever will be. No. <laughs> we're also not sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. But if they want to, they should. They're, uh, they're sponsoring everybody. <laughs> exactly. Why do you think I'm going for that sponsor? That's, that's funny. Um, but again, cartoons. See, and then I had a lot of the 80s cartoons, which were, again, toy-based. And then there was the 90s. And then in the 90s, we got a little more action-packed, a little less toy-based, but still... Because, like, I grew up huge as a huge X-Men fan. Which is another, another cartoon based off of a comic book. Most of the superhero cartoons were really decently yeah. good. Particularly, I remember Batman. Batman. Ones. Oh, yeah. Those cartoons were really good. Yeah. Which was based off of the 1989 movie originally. Right. And then they just branched out and kept going with it, and it was... Probably one of the best cartoons that I'd have, that I'd watched in like the nineties and things like that. Not again, not my favorite again because I was more of an X Men, Spider Man, Fox Kids fan. Was what I watched. I would wake up in the morning, eight, seven, eight in the morning, and roll out and sit on my floor and watch my cartoons on my big box TV. That weighed more than I did. I remember those. Yeah. <laughs> those were very horrid to manage, to carry, Aww. to watch. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that was... It was a great experience and it was a great way to grow up. Because they always had the life lessons and the things like that, too. And, I don't know, I loved... I, I watched cartoons way too long into my... Into my life. Because when most kids had gotten out of cartoons and things like that, I was still one of those people who was still watching Pokemon and things like that when I'd gotten into high school. That, that counts more as an anime, though. Oh, not really, because no? Pokemon itself, when that started out, was it was on those cartoon stations, the ones that had the Saturday morning cartoons. Because, I mean, you could go into things like Monster Hunter as well, being more anime than cartoon but it wasn't because it didn't get into that harder kind of thing that a lot of animes do okay. it was less geared towards adults and more towards children and anime are a little more towards adults more good examples ones like that would be like avatar last airbender yeah, avatar last airbender which is an american anime based more off of the idea of the anime designs but it was done by I want to say an American studio but I cannot be do not fact check me on that because I don't know 100% I do believe you're correct yeah I don't know who did it though yeah but it was but everybody thought that it was anime because of the art style right but the best cartoons that had they were more meant for humor for kids, but I recall the ones with the best stories was particularly Batman, Gargoyles, Teen Titans. Fair. Very fair. 
And again, going back to when I was younger, like we had X-Men, we had Spider-Man, which still had those same kind of stories because like X-Men touched a lot on, um, I want to say racism, but it wasn't really racism. It was being different, which helped a lot towards, um, the kids who were different. They weren't the same, like the ones that didn't fit in with everybody. Right. So, and that was a huge thing that helped me as a kid because I was never like a lot of the other kids. I didn't do sports. I wasn't active. Uh, I never did football. I played X-Men as a kid. (laughs) So, or whatever other cartoon that I was into at the time. And it was, it was a very different age than today where things like anime and stuff like that are more, a little more accepted among the youth. Because back when I was a kid, if you said you were into that, you were, you were a nerd, a geek. (laughs) And now it's like, oh, you're cool for being into stuff like that. Not always. Well, maybe it's because I've grown up and we're a little more accepting. Kids are just jerks. Yeah. Not even going to go into that topic. No, we'll save that for another day. <laughs> Agreed. So, what's what cartoon specifically that you can think of that had the catchiest opening theme? I I'm gonna I'm gonna hit back uh, Ninja Turtles. Really was super good because the original 1980s Ninja Turtles had a super cool opening theme that I think they tried to revisit later on or I know they have redone it for the new Ninja Turtles video game that they just released recently right um but that was a really good catchy one X-Men again even the old Spider-Man theme going back to the same ones that I was really into as a kid all had really good theme music I'm actually surprised that none of your answers was the same as mine because I was sure we were going to get the same answer what it's what were you going with? DuckTales. DuckTales. DuckTales is great. I think they have the catchiest they do. theme. They do. I didn't even think about that one. Which I, surprises me. Because it's on my playlist. It is on your playlist. It is on my playlist. And every time it pops up, there's at least Steve and someone else singing to it. Woo! Yeah, it's true. Um because it's it's a fun theme. But I mean I, I, I don't know if you, you ever recognize. Have you do you remember the old X Men theme with the guitars and everything? No, because I started my cartoon like binge watching with like early two thousand okay. stuff. That's fair, and I think X Men went out in ninety seven, if I'm correct. Right, that was more my brother's thing yeah. than mine. So and then, um, the old Spider Man theme. Which I'm trying to remember, because it wasn't the one that they used in the movies. It was not. But it was still really good, because I remember the whole radioactive Spider-Man thing in there, and I thought that was kind of fun, and things like that. I can almost sing that back to myself now that I'm thinking about it, and I'm not going to for the sake of our listeners. So, time reasons... (laughs) 
and then we draw a blank. Chime reasons. <laughs> it's okay. That's all right. I think Logie lost his train of thought for a second there. I, I kind of did. So what do you... Oh, that's what it was. Um, so kids don't necessarily have best attention spans. So they don't care as long as it's a show they like. Do you think opening themes would really draw them in or not really matter? Um... I think an opening theme could actually draw someone in, like, these days. Like, a really good, catchy opening theme. Because it's similar to, like, the whole TikToks. You're throwing in, like, a 30-second thing to draw you in. And then, with that, if as long as it holds on, like, the story and everything goes with that. Or goes, just, can catch you. That theme will pull you into the show... And then you'll be like, oh, okay, I'm going to watch this and see what it's about. And that'll, so that way the theme will actually draw you into the show. Right. So you mentioned these days. What do you think of cartoons these days? I should have known you'd go here. I am not as much of a fan of cartoons these days as I was back then. Again, my age and things like that. Because I remember parents back in the day always being like, why are you listening to this? Why are you doing that? Because it's very different from when they were younger. Yeah. And I feel like with my own age coming into a factor, I feel that same way. Because there are... I have friends who watch things like Adventure Time. <laughs> and uh, somebody said something about a show called like Gumdrop. Or... That was me. That was yeah. The Amazing World of Gumball. Yeah, Gumball. There you go. Which... Gumball. I think is the best cartoon recently in a and long time. For me, I'm like, I don't even have any idea what this is, but I've seen, because this is the blue cat, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen these characters and I'm like, these don't interest me in the same way that something back when I was younger hit me. Because it's just, it's goofy, it's just not the same as something like uh, you had mentioned earlier, like Johnny Bravo or things like that, where I thought those were funny, humorous, and they kind of had a little bit more to them than some of these ones that they have now. But then going back to, I had mentioned Adventure Time, a lot of people have been like, you should really watch this show. It's really good. And I myself, I've watched the entire first season of it, and I didn't get into it. And I've heard you have to watch more of it to really find that story in it to really get into it after the first season. That sounds about right. A lot of cartoons do that recently, particularly through Disney. Yeah. Like, I hear people like, oh, first season's bad, but after after that it gets good. Which makes sense. Though... I mean, from what I remember with, like, Gargoyles, which was another Disney cartoon. Yeah, it was. Was very much, like, I got into that as soon as it went through, and it was great. And it really... It was good the whole way yeah, through. Yeah, it wasn't like, oh, first season was bad, and second season just got better. It was, I liked it all the way through, from beginning to end. And it was still touched on more of those controversies and things like that. Like, it was more learning than, in a cartoon fashion, than a lot of the other stuff where it's just goofy, crazy kind of things. 
for the most part, they were really good. Like, 30s up to 2000s, maybe. But I feel like there was this really huge uh, time gap where cartoons were just really bad. Yeah, and I know at one point there was a good section of cartoons that were more just shock value. Things like Ren and Stimpy or Cowardly the Dog or... Was that his name? Courage. Oh, Courage. Courage. Courage the Cowardly Dog. That would be the and, late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, and they were more... They were more for the shock value in a lot of them. And like, they were good, but that was still before that time gap where I yeah. think they're bad. So particularly ones that come to mind for me is Teen Titans Go and uh, Uncle Grandpa. I've never even heard of Uncle Grandpa. I am glad you have. Yeah, yeah. Title's bad. But yeah, like... So bad. Because, again, Teen Titans Go was geared more towards a very young audience compared to the original Teen Titans, which was more for a almost young teenage kind of audience rather than the, like, very, very young, like, five to, like, ten age, you know? Me in particular, I think it's hilarious, but it, in my opinion, it's a huge slap in the face for any of the old Teen Titans fans. I could see that. Again, I I didn't much watch a lot of the DC cartoons, minus, like, the Batman one, because that was kind of dark and edgy at first. Dark and edgy is always great. Yeah. Though they did, they did in the later years, which they also did with the X-Men cartoon, kind of dumb it down and took away the edgy and made it more kid-friendly almost. Right. Because you could, if you watched through those, there was a total change in the art style about halfway through it. Do you think, like speaking of art style, do you think a cartoon needs to look good to be good? Yes and no. Because I've seen some really good-looking cartoons that were really bad, and some really bad-looking cartoons that were really good. It's kind of the same way with video games. Again, going off topics because that's what I do. There, you can get these retro games that look terrible but play <laughs> so fun. Right. And then these great looking games from these huge studios that are just so bad to play. Yeah. Yeah. Because we can go back to Mega Man in that one. <gasps> Mega Man? Mega Man. We love Mega Man. Mega Man, we forgot to mention it in the last episode, had a cartoon. Exactly. And it, actually, Mega Man was had a few different cartoon iterations. Um, making an appearance in like Captain N, the Game Master, and things like that. But most of the Mega Man cartoons were really bad. So... I particularly remember the one where he looks realistic, and it was very scary, and uh, had a character named Dr. Petto. I don't know if I remember. I mean, I might remember some of that. Uh, he tried making, making Mega Man into a real boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that should be enough oh. info for you. Not even, I'm not even thinking about that. Cause, but, I mean, that was also one of the things they did do a lot in the Mega Man cartoons was trying to turn him into a human. 
and really? that fact. Yeah, I only thought it was the one. I'm pretty sure they did it in Captain Game, Captain and the Game Master at one point, where they tried to make him into a real boy. If something's good, don't change it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So biggest cartoon companies that come to mind for me would be Cartoon Network, Disney, Nickelodeon. Is there any more you can think of? Uh, Saban was a big one. Deke or it's I, Deke. I'm pretty sure it was Deke. Because uh, I always would make Dick inappropriate jokes. jokes about it they as made, a kid. They made uh, Mario Super Show, the Zelda cartoon, and Sonic cartoon. Yeah. And there were a couple other ones. Because I know, I'm pretty sure Saban was the one that worked on um, the X-Men and the Spider-Man. Again, don't quote me on this because I did not do any research on it. But they were big. I think Saban also had something to do with the Ninja Turtle one back in the day, too. But again, I could be very wrong on that. Because I did not do research, and I probably should have, but I didn't. I'm not necessarily saying, like, each one has really bad cartoons. Yeah. But out of the companies I mentioned, who do you think has the best, and who do you think has the worst? So, so, so to let you think on that... I think Cartoon Network had the best cartoons for a while. Yeah. I, they also had the most, like, bad ones between the gap I mentioned. Yeah. I would say, because there's a lot of Cartoon Network stuff that I could go back on today and I could not watch. Like, a lo especially, again, a lot of the newer ones, I have no interest in a lot of these. Because, again, it gets back to these goofy it there's no plot line there's no story it's just these little shorts to deal with kids attention spans <laughs> nowadays and it's just which is a godsend for parents let yeah me, let me tell you that yeah but it's not something that i would tune into regularly it'd be like oh okay well i just watched 15 minutes of that <laughs> and then your kids are all like i want to see more yeah then you want to leave. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And that's that's another thing, because cartoons used to be... It was, they'd give you their 30-minute block, and which would be filled with cartoons anyway, so you get maybe 20 minutes of cartoon, if that. But you'd watch through that, and then there would be some sort of cliffhanger or something at the end of the cartoon that would make you want to go back and show up and sit in that same spot the next week and watch that next episode. And I don't feel like kids or cartoons nowadays, especially with streaming services, do as much of that, have that consistent story. So besides Adventure Time and I believe Steven Universe, the only time they really did the cliffhanger stuff was your era of cartoons. Yeah. Which I think kind of made it better. Because if you don't have anything to look forward to coming back to, you're not. It's not going to be as successful. Yeah. But I mean, again, like even nowadays, kids still love these cartoons and these things. And like, um, what's that big one that everybody's obsessed with right now? Uh, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty's huge. People love it. But we didn't really get into adult cartoons, which I think would be the topic we're ending on. Uh, we're ending on adult cartoons, yeah. Correct. We are running a little bit out on time right now. But 
things like Rick and Morty, there at least from what I've seen of it, there's no consistency. No, but the, the storylines can be really good. Yeah. And it, there is good jokes, but okay. you are correct. Yeah. But again, that also works for the inconsistent viewer, someone who just tunes in for one episode and jumps in and goes, hey, I'm going to watch this one episode and it doesn't matter what happens in this episode because it's all going to start over in the next episode is something completely different and random. I think adult cartoons are really great. And I'm not saying that because I'm an adult now. Because I, I would watch some of these as a teenager going into an adult that I, like, really liked. So, Family Guy was a big one. Simpsons. I was going to say, we totally skipped out on Simpsons. I didn't watch Simpsons till like, last year. Oh, wow. I grew up on The Simpsons, too. That was another... But, again, that was a nighttime cartoon. So, it wasn't part of my Saturday morning kind of routine. Where I'd watch those cartoons and then move on... But I would watch The Simpsons with my family. One of the episodes that always stood out to me was there was a baseball episode. And at the time, me not being a big sports kid, the only sport that I remember playing was baseball because we had a cul-de-sac and we played baseball in our cul-de-sac and that was great. So the baseball episode was the only episode that like will always stand out to me from that. But Simpsons was my childhood. It was funny. It was great. It was adult enough, but I was still a young enough kid at the time when it was coming out and it was in its heyday that I didn't catch a lot of these jokes that were adult-oriented, but it was still a really cool cartoon to me. Right. So I'm not necessarily going to talk about, like, the really graphic adult cartoons. No, no, we're going to save that for some other time. But excluding those, which cartoons do you think is better? Like, the more gendered for kids or adults? Um, again, it depends on the era. Because I really liked a lot of the kid cartoons that had some sort of learning experience in them. And then, but the adult cartoons were still really good for what they had and what they gave to us in that. Like, not things like Beavis and Butthead, which <laughs> nothing against shows <laughs> like that, where it was just, it was very inconsistent as well. It was just stupid to be stupid. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, even MTV had some really cool cartoons that I'm not probably going to really be, have time to go into. I didn't know they made cartoons. Oh, they had some really cool ones. Um, there was another one, another comic book one called the Mac or called Max that I was really into as a kid. Never heard of it. And it wasn't too, too graphic, but then they had stuff like Aeon Flux, which the, that cartoon, your main character dies every episode in that cartoon. I never heard of these. Yeah. It was, it was definitely more of a back in the early nineties. MTV when they weren't reality TV. When they still had music on there. They still had cartoons. Because they had Daria, Max, uh, Beavis and Butthead, uh, Aeon Flux. Uh, there were probably a bunch more than I'm not even processing because I'm old and don't remember a lot of them. Being MTV, 
Yeah. My personal opinion, I think it's more gendered towards uh, the word for groupies who like being high. Oh. Fair. Right. So MTV was your cup of tea for that. Yeah. Which was not my cup of tea at the time, which probably was why, or at all really, but it wasn't why I didn't get into them as much as I could have, but having an older brother who would watch stuff like that, I would watch that with him and things like that. So that's kind of where my snippet of watching like things like math or the Max and Daria and even Beavis and Butthead kind of came in and seeing those. Yeah, there's a reason MTV does music and not cartoons. Yeah. They weren't they weren't bad cartoons though. They really weren't. They just you know, they were what they were. We should make a cartoon. We should make a cartoon. Oh god. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible idea. Of course we're doing a podcast. Well, so we'll you leave never you guys know. on that thought. Because <laughs> it makes me happy. There you go. Alright guys. Well this is us signing out. Yep. Uh, I included the email onto the description for the podcast. So if you guys have any comments or if you have a topic you would like us to talk about, it's there. But otherwise, it's stevenlogiepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Or if you just want to send me hate mail for my lack of knowledge on one thing or another, go for it. If there It'll is, be fun. If there's any good email like that that gets sent to us, I will read it at the beginning. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye-bye.